The views and opinions expressed in this program by the host or guests do not state or reflect those of the company, its management sponsors, or any entities they represent. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> we prime time. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. <laughs> Give us your feedback. Yo, I'm Manny at the plate and Kobe off a of steal. Rescue for the goal and Brady at the wheel. I'm a game changer. The Osaka of the tennis and breaking scoreboard. Simone of the Olympics. Defense and big business. The Mayweather who way better. From the greatness of Jim Brown, I bend down. Talk of sports before I was off the porch. Screaming bow nose while Jordan was playing horse. Late 80s getting torched by the drive and the shot. 2016 got a ring off the three in the block. They ease to forgot. The cardiac kids. Price and Doherty. Bail in the Indian years. This who it is. Your host D Train. Yo, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, your host D Train. That's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, what's really good? D-Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports, man. Streaming on multiple media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on IG at Industry Sports or at D-Trent. If you missed the live uh, streams, please catch the replays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and various other streaming platforms. Just look for the industry sports channel. Subscribe, like, share, follow. You know what I mean? And you can find a, a game changer sports talk with D Trent right up under that. Um, you know, happy pre Fourth of July for all those that still, you know, dabble in the holiday. You know what I mean? Uh, for most of me and my people, Juneteenth just just happened like a week or two ago, two weeks ago actually to the date. Um, so, you know, that's kind of more of our little Independence Day. Um, but, you know, shout out to everybody, you know, repping that red, white, and blue, getting ready to pop off fireworks and all of that. You know what I mean? Speaking of fireworks, fireworks really been popping in the NBA, okay? NBA has been going crazy. It is free agency time, okay? Free agency time. Now, we had the draft, all right? You know, draft happened. You know, when Bignano went first, you know, Scoop went third. Brandon went second. The Thompson brothers went back-to-back. I'm in, and then I saw her. And then it just kind of went haywire from there. Um and I ain't saying haywire in a bad way, but it was a lot of trades, a lot of movement, a lot of teams getting ready for the new CBA and all that to kick in and, and get ready for this year. Um, but it's been a star-studded affair so far. I mean, first it popped off with Harrison Barnes resigning with Sacramento for like three years, $54 million. Hey, whoever Harrison Barnes' agent is, that's the best agent in the world. I don't know how he keep earning contracts. I don't watch him play every day, so I probably got a lack of understanding. I don't know how he's still making that much bread, though. And I don't feel like he a key contributor to that team. However, though, get your money, man. Whoever your agent is, though, I want him working for me. 
All right, I need to know what he know because his negotiation skills is fantastic. All right, but Harrison Barnes kicked it off. He resigned right before the deadline for free agency was to open. Then right after that, hold on, y'all. Yeah, though. This, um, so then free agency. So free agency starts to kick off right or right before it absolutely kicks all the way off. And then Christoph Prozingis gets traded to Boston from Washington. And at first, it was. It was supposed to have been the Clippers in the deal, and Malcolm Brogdon was supposed to go over to the Clippers, but then the Clippers was like, we don't think he healthy enough. So, you know, Prazingis had till midnight. Oh, actually, I think this was Wednesday. Uh, but Prazingis had till midnight for his um for his uh for him to accept uh, opt in to his player option on his contract was for like 36 million. Um, and you know, they called Memphis. Memphis said we'll get in if we can get Marcus Smart, and that's how it went down. Um, I like Przingis in Boston. Um, I think Boston needed a stretch four or a stretch big man. They got one of the premier ones. Um, you pair him with Robert Williams, you get uh Al Horford to come off the bench, and you got a nice big man rotation to go with uh Derek White. Malcolm Brogdon still, who they still have, um, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, you know, link is in the chat if you want to get up here and talk, yo, you know, and, and get in on what's going on. We talking about on this free agency side. You know, I know free agency started last Friday. You know, it's the first time I actually even got up here and got to say something about it. You feel me? So, but uh, yeah, let's you know, so. Bill gets traded to Phoenix. All right. And then Chris Paul was in that deal. And then Chris Paul ends up in Golden State. Now, for the most part, Golden State has been totally quiet. Um, they've been heavily quiet. But the Lakers and Phoenix in that division been making hella noise. So now with the new CBA. You know, you could still have three player, three uh, max players, but those max players ain't going to really leave you a lot of room to do nothing else with your roster. So a lot of teams going two, and then they trying to, you know, some teams still going to go three. Um, Phoenix will probably be the first example of how to maneuver around this. Um, they've been on a signing frenzy. Uh, they get Utah, Utah Watanabe or, or Watanabe. It, it looked like wannabe, but I know it's Watanabe or something. Uh, it's a tall Asian player. He's like 6'9", 6'10", 7-foot wingspan, can shoot the tray, uh, play with Durant uh, with the Nets last year. They got uh, Keita Beta. They got uh, uh, Beta Jop. I think it's Keita Beta Jop. 
from uh Keita Bates, Keita Bates shop. From uh now he's an old state guy, uh, who was who then with the Spurs last few years was drafted by Minnesota. Um, but you know, he might do something over there with them, man. That's a nice little, I ain't gonna lie, that's a nice little pickup for him. They got Cameron Payne back. They picked up uh we talking about the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they got Cameron Payne back, picked up uh, Eric Gordon. Um, who else I see them over there with? Hold on. Let me get all these little players. Picked up Eric Gordon. Let me get some more of their joints. Yeah, they, they, they feel they roster out pretty nice. It ain't like a lot of the best names in the world, but it's a lot of different names of guys who've been playing in this league for a while um who understand what it takes to win um and i feel like they you know they probably about to do something i ain't gonna hold you i think they gonna do something nice um now the lakers the lakers lightweight went bananas though y'all i ain't gonna lie the lakers lightweight went bananas um so first thing lakers did was they retained their own free agents right um they got d to come back on a two-year deal um they end up getting gabe vincent from miami on a three-year 33 million dollar deal um they end up bringing back Austin Reeves on a four-year, $56 million deal. They brought back Ruhachimura on a three-year, $52, $51 million deal. Um, they uh, brought in Torian Prince. They was able to sign Cam Reddish. Um, you know, the, the Lakers made a flurry of moves that I just thought was outstanding. Um so shout out to Rob Palenka, the GM over there, for making these moves, um, doing what he do. I, I respect it. You know, I feel like um, he definitely put the Lakers in a position to, you know, at least try to contend, right? Uh, they're in a position to at least try. So Houston, right? Houston had about the most money to spend out of anybody. And they was ready to, you know, get out there and do something, right? So what did they do? Well, they prayed Fran, they they gave Fred Van Fleet, free agent from Toronto, they gave him 130 million. Um over three years? hundred over four years, right? 130 over four years? No, it was a three-year deal. It's a it's a three-year deal. Whatever the case, dude making like forty million this year, forty-four million next year, like forty-six million a year. Fred Van Fleet, get your money. Now Houston wasn't stopping there because then they signed Dylan Brooks, everybody's favorite off-season villain, right? You know he. Uh, was talking stuff to Brown and all that blew up and it did whatever it was going to do. And so now Dylan Brooks is going to Houston. 
for 80 million. Yeah, he 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 got four years, 80 million. He getting his bread. Um, in the process of doing all that, right? The Rockets trade Tata Washington um and Garuba. And I want to say two second round picks to Atlanta, right? And that move was supposed to be a, a, a precursor to them signing uh, Brooks, uh, Brooks Lopez, and Brook Lopez, and he he pulled the Carlos Boozer on him, y'all. <laughs> he pulled the, he pulled the Carlos Boozer on him though. He was like, yeah, so I'm gonna come to Houston. And then Milwaukee was like, yeah, so we'll give you two years, 48 million. And he was like, ooh, 24 million a year at 36? I don't care what Houston gives me. I'm gonna go ahead and take that back and still compete. So I don't knock him for uh, for the decision. Um, but that's interesting how that played out. So in the process, though, um Houston trades Josh Christopher to Memphis. Um, they trade. They trade uh, KJ Martin, uh, Kayon Martin Jr. Uh, they traded him to the Clippers. Uh, so, you know, now you think about Houston and you say, well, damn, you got Van Fleet. You know, who's starting Jalen Green as you bring in Kevin Porter off the bench? You got Ahmed Thompson. Uh, I guess he doesn't start at the three. I'm going to assume Dylan Brooks starts at the three. I mean, it comes off the bench. Uh, so do you start Jabari and Sagan down there in the paint? Uh, knowing Sagan, not really a defensive guy. Uh, it's interesting to see, but it's still early in free agency. So you know, we got to see what other huge moves Houston going to make. Um, Kyrie. Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew got three years, 126. That's like $42 million a year to stay in Dallas. Um, Uncle Drew, get your money, boy. I, I I like I like the fact that he stayed there. Um, Dallas made a few moves. Um, you know they they drafted Derek Lively. Um, they traded for Rashad Holmes from uh, Sacramento. Um, they did this all in the draft, where they uh traded back two slots um, to get to twelve. Um, they end up getting Lively. They get Holmes. Um, they still need some more big man, um, but I do like the fact that Kyrie stayed with Luka. Uh, they get them a, a nice big man that can score. They're going to be cool. Christian Wood still on the market. You know, I'm, I'm hoping he become a Cavalier at some point. We're going to see how that rolls. Um, who else? Oh, Cass was getting paid in the middle of the night. All right. Tyrese Halliburton got paid. He got a five-year, $260 million extension in the middle of the night. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis got a five-year, 217 extension. Uh, Anthony Edwards just got a five-year, $260 million extension. Um, Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson has been with Utah the last five seasons, I want to say. Um, and I thought he was going to leave. Um, I personally thought that the New York Knicks would have been a great place for him. 
personally. Uh, that's not how that went, though. Uh, he ends up staying in Utah. Um, now, Utah earlier um, at the beginning of the off of, of the uh, free agency period, they traded Atlanta to get John Collins. Um, Lori Marketing, who was the big story last year, got traded from the Cavs to Utah, ended up blossoming last year, had his best season ever as a pro. Uh, he is currently over in his home country fighting in the war, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, all prayers out to him, understand the sacrifice he made for his country. You know, what I'm saying, I hope he come back and ball. Um, with that same intensity that he had, you know, just come back. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that's a nice little, you know, they got Clarkson. You get marketing with Collins. I think marketing will play more of the three role now. Um, it is told that they're trying to trade Collins Saxton, and Saxton may be going to the Bucks. It was rumored that the uh, Milwaukee Bucks would love to get their hands on Collins Saxton. Man, I feel bad, bro. My boy Colin getting done dirty. Uh, he a scorer. Let him do that, and, and the rest of his game going to follow, man. You got to let certain people develop on the court. Um, but it was. You know, it is what it is. Uh, a surprise signing. Two of them, actually. Um, Kobe White. Stays in Chicago three years, thirty million, and then Javon Carter um, signs for three years, twenty million. Um, now they already got Alex Caruso over there um, to go with the two guys I just named. Um, Lonzo Ball is supposed to be their starter, but Lonzo has a bad knee injury um, that he just has yet to come back from. Uh, I don't know what's up with Lonzo. Hopefully, everything bodes out well. Um, um, and speaking on Lonzo, his little brother just got paid, though. LaMelo got the five-year, $260 million extension. Uh, so, you know, Lonzo, it's all good. Lonzo signed for, like, four years, $85 million. Um, I think he will be going in the third year of that contract this year. Um, but maybe it's the second year. Was last year his first year on the team? No, I think last year was his second year on the team. So I think he'd be entering his third year this season, which he's going to sit out of. Chicago has filed the league for the disability player exception because it looks like Lonzo Ball is going to miss out uh, the entire season, um, which is which is unfortunate, uh, to be honest. It's real unfortunate. Um, Lonzo Ball is a really good player. Um, and, you know, I argue that him trying to wear his own shoes help, didn't help his knees. Them bad shoes that his – whatever the case, though. Um, you know, all best wishes to Lonzo, right? Milwaukee lost a free agent in game. Uh, Chris Middleton opted out of his $40 million deal uh, with one year left. And then he re-signed for three years, $102 million. Draymond Green, who opted out of his deal early, way before free agency started, um, he re-signed with Golden State uh, for uh, four years, $100 million. Um, 
and Jordan Poole got traded. So in the deal that landed Chris Paul to Golden State, Jordan Poole got traded to the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards, in return, signed Kyle Kuzma to a three-year, $102 million deal. Um, was it three? Or I think it was four. It might be a four-year. Four year. Whatever the case, um, yeah, I think it's four. Because Kuzma, you get like 27 or something a year. Um, or 25 and a half. No, yeah, whatever the case is. Yeah, I think it's 25 and a half. Whatever the case is, though, I like what Washington's doing. Um, you know, they traded for Tyus Jones in that trade that sent uh, Marcus Smart to Memphis. Um, they cleared up a lot of cap room by getting Prazingis and Bradley Beal's uh, contracts off the books. The prior CBA to the new one, NBA that's about to kick in, said that uh, teams had to spend so much a salary. So they can't just be having a bunch of trash players on there that don't cost much. They got to have some type of money makers on their roster. So Washington filled that need with Jordan Con or Jordan Poole's contract, who's like four years, $140 million, kicks in this year. And then um, Kyle Kuzma, you know, with his four-year, $100 million contract. They still got Johnny Davis down there, Denny Avija, um, Kendrick Nunn, I believe, is still over there. Monte Morris, I think. I want to say Monte Morris just got traded, though. But I think Monte Morris is still over there. So, they, they, you know, they still got some little pieces. Interesting to see what Washington going to do, though. I ain't going to lie. Um, what else going on in the NBA? Hold on. Uh, I, I know I ain't got to the Cavs yet. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm going to go crazy when I go to the Cavs. Dennis Schroeder signs for two years, $26 million, uh, to go to the Toronto Raptors. Bruce Brown got two years, $45 million to go to the Pacers. Kristoff uh, Przingis also did a two-year, $60 million extension with, um, with Boston. That should keep him over there for the next three years. Herb Jones, uh, wingman from New Orleans Pelicans, got four years, $54 million. Jacob Podol, who was in San Antonio, got traded midseason to the Toronto Raptors, re-signed for four years, $80 million. Um, who I miss? Cam Johnson, who was a part of the Kevin Durant trade that sent um, him, Mikael Bridges, and the various other assets to Brooklyn and Phoenix got Kevin Durant. He signed, re-signed to Brooklyn for four years, $108 million. Um, Jeremy, yeah, I talked about this yet. Who pays Jeremy Grant $32 million a year? I just, I can't get over this, all right? Get your money, black man. But I don't understand. So, Sacramento also signs the reigning EuroLeague MVP that I hope I don't mess his name up, but Sasha Vizenko. Um, and I heard he was a dog over there in the Euro League. Um, Alex Lynn resigns with Sacramento for one year, $3.2 million. Uh, Monte Morris was traded right to the Detroit Pistons. Um, Detroit, who else Detroit just traded for? They was just in another trade. I'm gonna find that in a second. Um, 
Oladipo got traded from Miami to the Thunder just to clear up some cap space. Uh, Jackson Hayes, center from New Orleans, signs with the Lakers as well. Uh, Jalen McDaniels, uh, a guy who was with Minnesota, is now with the Toronto Raptors for a two-year, $9 million deal. Dwight Powell, big man from Dallas, he resigns. Uh, with the Mavericks for three years, $12 million. Jake Landell gets a four-year, $32 million deal from the Rockets, which is really only a one-year, $8 million deal because the other three years aren't guaranteed. Uh, but hopefully, you know, he get an opportunity. Let's see what he can do with it. Jay Crowder signs to one-year deal with the Bucks. Uh Patrick Beverly signs a one-year deal with the 76ers. Desmond Bain gets a five-year, $207 million extension that's fully guaranteed. Shout out to Desmond Bain for getting his money. The Pacers traded for Obi Toppin. Two second-round Pacers was crazy. The Knicks signed Dante DiVincenzo to a four-year, $50 million deal. What people don't understand is Dante DiVincenzo got two rings already. He won one ring with Minnesota, and then I mean not Minnesota with Milwaukee, and then won a ring with uh with with uh, uh Golden State. So now he's reunited with the Knicks with his Villanova squad of Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson. That's about to be crazy, man. Russell Westbrook goes back to the Clippers for two years, eight million dollars. It's really like seven point eight, but he goes back, um, and. Probably the biggest news, which I'm straight away from, uh, the biggest news is Damian Lillard requesting a trade. All right. Now, speaking on requesting trades, James Harden picked up his player option, $36 million for Philly, and it came out that Philly and James Harden's group would be working on a trade. It was said he might go back to Houston, but then they signed Van Fleet, so I don't think he's going back to Houston. Um, where could James Harden end up? The world may never know. Damian Lillard. Now, it's interesting about Dame, right? Because Dame like 33. You know, Dame, a dog, he still got like four years, 200 million left on his on his deal. And he doesn't have a no trade clause. Portland is acting like they don't care what Dame want. They don't get what they want. And I feel like that's like that's that's corny. That's corny. That's corny. Why would you do that? Dame ain't gave you all nothing but his heart and soul the whole time he's been in Portland. The only reason y'all on the map right now is because of Dame Lillard. Now, I can understand Portland still having bad taste in their mouth because my boy uh, LaMarcus Aldridge left. And had he not left, we could be having a different conversation about the Trailblazers. Um, you know, they already traded McCullough. You know, they went in the draft and they got School Henderson. Um, then they re-signed Jeremy Grant to that ridiculous contract. If I was Dame, I would have asked out too. Now, Dame said he want to go to Miami. 
Miami don't got it. Um, I don't even lie. Miami don't got it at all. They don't have enough of anything. Yeah, so nerdy yellow dude say Van Fleet got paid more than Kyrie. That's cool. Van Fleet like 29, Kyrie like 31. That's cool. I mean, Van Fleet is an undrafted guy who went from undrafted to an NBA champion to a three-year, $130 million contract. So, you know, hey, Van Fleet definitely, you know, pop your collar, my nigga. Pop your collar is, is what I say. Pop your collar, man. Um, you know, you get your money, man. That I, I want cats to get their money. You feel me? Uh, I don't know how that's going to work, but I think him and Dylan Brooks over there and Houston should give them a little more uh, veteran leadership, or at least some type of seriousness on that team. Um, I think the best place, the best option, though, as far as trade-wise, is probably going to be Boston because uh, Jalen Brown is up for that five-year, $307 million extension. And he kind of already kind of want to leave there. Um, I think it would make who sense who if they traded Jalen Brown. For Dame, yeah. Yeah, no, you get Dame with Tatum and Prozingis. I do not want him to go to Boston. You don't want him to go to Boston? Hell no. Hey, Boston. Why not? <laughs> huh? Hey, fuck Boston. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. As a record label entity, and if you down with Boston, fuck you too. I do not like Boston's fans and shit. I'm cool on Boston. You need to go somewhere else. But um, to I heard I heard what was it last night? I heard that um that the Trailblazers ain't thinking about his record his um. What he wants, yeah, like what he want because what he say, he said he wanted the heat. I think he had a few teams. Damn, I need some water. My damn throat, man. Yeah, Miami, Boston, um, the Clippers was on there. The Clippers, um, uh, Brooklyn was kind of on there, and the Spurs. Yeah, I'm hearing they going for the best deal. They ain't thinking about none of that. I'm like way hoping that uh. I was hearing something about the Bucks. But the I don't Bucks? know how they go. Yeah, what the Bucks got. I mean, they don't really got a lot to be offering. I mean, they would have to probably give up like Drew Holiday, which I don't think that's gonna be enticing. Uh they could do Middleton and make it like a side and trade thing. Um I don't know how that's going to work, though. I ain't going to lie to you. I feel like um, Boston got the best thing because they can send back Jalen Brown, and that's probably the best player out of any of all the players that you're going to get back in return. Um, outside of that, but I don't know who really could – I don't really know, like – I feel like OKC should try to go get him and and uh and um 
and uh, because they got all them picks, they try to go get him and Aiden. And if you get Dame and Aiden with Shea Gildress and 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 Chet Holmgren and Josh Giddy, that's a fire ass squad. I try to do it. Um, it ain't a lot of play. I mean, they trying to get Dame in Philly. I guess it would be Harden, and but they wouldn't want Harden. Harden wouldn't want to go there, so they need like a third team for that alone. And then um, Portland probably gonna want Tyrese Maxey, which absolutely makes no sense. I think they should want Tobias Harris um, if they is gonna do that. You take Tobias and Harden. Um, and then you can trade Harden to a third team. Keep Tobias. Like Tobias and Jeremy Grant run with the little young squad you got. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they probably want to get off a Nurkic contract, but I don't know who's going to pick up Nurkic because Nurkic's going to have to come off the bench with whoever pick him up. They ain't going to let him start, so it, it ain't going to really be no – Mm. Bro, look, it's lightweight slim pickings for Dame. I ain't gonna lie. I, you know, I guess somebody said this late. This trade was like three years too late, and I think they got a point. Um, but I'm just more like, bro, like Dame ain't got a lot of options. I like him with uh with Jimmy Jimmy Butler and, and uh Bam Adebayo though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like, I would love but, to see that. But they don't got a lot. I think this gonna turn into like a twelve team trade. To be honest, because there's definitely gonna be be a lot of teams involved. I don't know about twelve. <laughs> man, because no. So listen, right? In my so you gotta think about it, right? DeAndre Ayton, I don't care what nobody say. DeAndre Ayton does not want to stay in, in, in Phoenix, right? So you got Ayton, Harden, Dang. All right? Then I feel like Joel and B should just request a trade anyway. Right? So now you get these four players on the market, bro. That's at least seven, eight teams involved right there. Then you start picking off parts that they really don't want. You know, if Philly, like, look, we're going to hold on to, to Maxi, but we just going to trade Tobias and that. And that's another team for Tobias because maybe Portland don't want him. You know what I'm saying? That, now we had nine teams. Like, hey, Nurkic got to come off. He got to go to a team. Now we had 10. You know what I mean? Um, look, this, I, I, I feel like this should become a big ass trade. Um, you know, it's still a couple teams that need some pieces that's looking to be able to do a few things, you feel me? So, uh, but look, I done delayed long enough, man. I'll have been out for 30 minutes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? D-Trend, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports, streaming on multiple media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Um, follow us on IG at Industry Sports or at D-Trend. Uh, if you miss a live streaming, you can catch the replays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and various other streaming platforms. Just, you know, subscribe to the Industry Sports channel, and then up under that, you will find Game Changer Sports Talk with D-Trent. I'm a homer, man. 
Let's talk about a team that everybody's been talking about lightweight for their free agency moves. And that's the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. So the Cavs open their free agency. They decline the option on Dylan Windler, which is 5.9. They don't take him. They pick up the option on Lamar Stevens. They pick up the option on Chetty Osmond. Turn right around, trade both of those guys in a three-team trade with Miami, San Antonio, and Cleveland, where Cleveland gets Max Struess. Uh, Miami gets a second-round pick and a trade exception, and the Spurs get Chetty, Lamar Stevens, and a second-round pick. Um, Matt Struess, undrafted guy, earned his way up. Cavs signed him to a a four-year, $63 million deal. They re-signed Karis LeVert to a two-year, $36 million deal. 36? The 32, I think it is, $32 million deal. They signed Georges Niang from Philly to a three-year, $24 million deal. They signed guard Ty Jerome, and they traded for big man Damian Jones. Uh, He was... Who Damian Jones was with the Wizards, I think. Wherever the case is, um, you know, the Cavs made some good moves. The Cavs did what most people were clamoring for, and they got better shooting. Um, Georges Niang is a career 40% shooter from the three, uh, 50% from the corners. Uh, Mastro's uh, had the had the season of his career last year. She was better than 37% from the field, like 38%, almost 40%. Um, and, you know, both of these are tall guys. Uh, Master was a 6'5", you know, like 215 or something. George Niang, like 6'7", 6'8", like 225, 230. Um, you had Damian uh, Jones, who's Six eleven, two forty five. You add uh, Ty Jerome, who's like six five, two ten or something like that. I think he might be like two twenty. Um, you still got Rubio and Dean Wade. They drafted Amani Bates. Um, and listen, the Cavs address shooting, right? With the exception of Damon Jones, Damian Jones, who actually can shoot from long range. Uh, all their acquisitions are better shooters than what they gave out. So to me, um, it gives them more versatility between the two and three and even the four a little bit when it's Darius' turn to just do what he do best or when it's Donovan's turn to do what he do best. Like you put Darius out there and you can put Darius with a Coro and George's Niang um, at the one, two, and three, and then you know you can play Edmund at the five or whatever, or play Allen at the five and, and throw in a four. You know it could since he's on the roster right now. Let's just say Dean Wade. So now you can stretch the floor. You got a guy who can play above the rim. You got a guard who can get open. Um, you know, and that helps a lot. Space in the floor. It gives a lot more opportunities for the lob game. Um, 
And, and that looks good. Let's just say you got to bring those guys off the bench. I mean, put those guys on the bench. Now you can run with a Donovan, Levert, a Matt Struess, with a Mobley, and a, you know, or you could put a Coral, you know, or, or put Rubio down there, however you want to do it. Um, you can run a, a small lineup and still have a true big man down there that's open, that's open in the paint. So I like what the Cavs did on the shooting side. Um, I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do on the big man side. And with all these trades going on, I can see Kobe Altman trying to get in where he fit in. Um, I feel like they still need a rebounder. And yeah, they need a rebounder. Because I want to see Amani play. I want to see Isaiah Mobley play. I want to see what Craig Porter Jr. is going to bring to our team. These are guys I want to see get play, get to play some minutes during the season. Um, I'm, I'm really harping on how JB going up this up his tempo or how he going to adjust the play style. Um, there's a lot of talk about trading Jerry Allen, okay? I'm not going to lie and say that when the playoffs ended, I wasn't one of those people talking about some trade Jerry Allen. I was. I was upset. Um, I was very upset. You know, and I, hey, trade him, get him up out there, all right? But now that I actually came to my senses, uh, that's, that's not really something you want to do. You, you don't want to trade Jared Allen because you don't need to uh, right now, to be honest. Um, Jared Allen is not going to get you back a piece that is going to move the needle for this team. People will say we still need a small four. Um, there's a lot of talk. Miles Bridges, right? Name we ain't heard in a while. Miles Bridges signed a qualified offer. It's like $7.9 million to stay in Charlotte. There were a lot of people talking that the right, the Cavs might get him. Um, I just feel like though, with all the signs they just did, why you still worried about the small four position? Uh, Imani Bates is going to be a problem in this league. Um, you know, I'm hoping that you know he gets some shine this year. I'm really hoping that he just takes off in the summer league. And they gotta give him a role on the team, uh, but I think him getting to play every day in the G League is definitely going to help him, uh, help his game, help him be ready for when the Cavs ready to bring him up, and he could be a part of the future going forward. Uh, he only like nineteen, so if he said till he's twenty one and he just get his game up and get his weight up, and you move forward with you know him, Moby, Garland, Okoro, that's a nice little foursome right there. Um, I, I like what the Cavs have did so far, but it just, I don't know, man, I need you to do something else in the big man room. Like, I really don't want to see, I don't want to see a Coral, I mean, not a Coral, I, I want Rubio and Dean Wade going. If you're going to get rid of the guys, fuck it. Get rid of them. Um, Dean Wade and Rubio's contract coming to about 12, almost 13 million. Give me a big. 
see if you can want to sign and trade with um with Dallas to get Christian Wood. That would be my pick. Um, you get him on a on a three year, thirty six million dollar deal. You know what I'm saying? You get him over here with Strews and Levert and the Yang and you know Jones. Now you got a nice little rotation going down there. I I, I want to see that. I really like. Cavs need another backup guard in the center. So with this Wellington saying uh, Cavs need another backup guard in the center. So when it comes to the guard, right, I don't know if they do, right? And that's why I say that, right? Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell are 6-1, right? There is going to be a lot of times in the seasons where they don't play with each other. Darius is going to lead the group. Donovan is going to lead the group. So with that being said, and then there's going to be times when they're not on the floor at all, right? So you got a Karis LeVert, who's a ball-dominant guard, which is how you want him to get off. Then you also got Ty Jerome. So Ty Jerome is another guy, even though he's a 6'5 guy, he can play a lot of point guard. Um, he can really do some things for you at the guard position. Um, and then you got Craig Porter. If this is about development, at some point you got to develop your future point guards, right? I mean, Tony Parker is a great example of that, right? Second-round pick, didn't really play like that. Um, Avery Johnson played, but he grew up in the system, and eventually he became that guy. Um, now, I'm not saying Craig Porter Jr. is going to be that guy, and he probably could. But you also still got Sharif Cooper down there, too. So the Cavs have guards that they could groom up and bring up. Um, I don't really think they need a guard. And they got big guards that can help them help them throughout the season. Um, the center side, though, they definitely need a center. Now, I'm I'm all for letting Damian Jones see what he could do. You still got Isaiah Mobley, which is why I want to see him play. I wish they would have kept the Akite. I thought he would have felt nice in that role. Um, but maybe they bring up Khalifa Jock. Maybe they feel like this might be a time to let him come up and grow with the young team. Um, you know, maybe they talk about bringing up Luke Travers. You know, who knows how Summer League going to play out. And Summer League is getting ready to get underway. First game to kick off the Summer League season on NBA TV, Miami versus the Lakers. That will be starting at 6 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time if you are west. Um, game at 7 o'clock will be Memphis and the Sixers. You can catch that on ESPN+. Plus. Then you'll have the Spurs versus Oak, the Spurs versus the Hornets, where you get Victor Wimbanyana facing off against the number two pick, Brandon Miller. That'll be at 9 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Um, it's a game at 8 and it's a game at 10. Hold on, let me. Let me let me tell y'all what that's gonna be. So yeah, uh, it's a game at eight. No, Warriors and Kings at ten. Um, yeah, and Spurs and Hornets at eight. So yeah, it's four games today. Okay, four games today. Um, and it's nice because tonight you'll get to see 
uh, the top two picks go at it, right? You'll get to see um, a couple of guys from last year uh, who got significant minutes get to play. Um, so you know, I'm I'm assuming uh, Utah got Ochi Baji out there. I'm really I really want to see how his game in the group and if he gonna earn him some minutes over there in Utah um, since it's wide open. Uh, I don't know what, but that's why I say on, on the center side though, Wellington though. That's why I'm like, I want to see him get Christian Wood, bro. Get Christian Wood over here. You know what I'm saying? You got Jones. You know what I'm saying? You got Isaiah Mobley, so you got one to groom. You know what I'm saying? Later on, you know, something might come up, and you know we can get in on a nice little trade for a little piece of something. Um. I think though, whatever big man they bring, gotta be able to score though. That's my whole thing. Your big man gotta be able to score. He gotta have some type of offensive threat. He has to be some type of offensive threat. He can't just come over here. Um, but what the Cavs have done so far has been pretty nice. Um, you know, they didn't call the attention of the whole league. Now. I wanted Bobby Portis, but Wood is nice too, though. Yeah, Bobby Portis, he I think he believe he went back. He still he got a nice little contract with the Bucks. Um I mean Bobby Portis nice. But I don't know if he would have been cool with coming off the bench over here. So but Wood is definitely who I'm on though. Um you know, it's some other guys still out there that they can bring in. Um, Yadoka, it's, it's a couple of guys that they can bring in. Um, but I feel like right now I just want to see what their summer league look like. Um, I feel like as far as, like, the main pieces, like, you you ain't got – you got main pieces. You know what I'm saying? You got two guards that can give you 25 apiece. You got – two big men that can give you double-doubles. You got guys off the bench that can score and shoot. Um, you got a raw perimeter defender, Isaac Okoro. So you got everything you kind of need. Uh, Amani Bates, I need him to come up. 6'9", 182 right now. If he can get to 190 by the end of the season, 195, Man, he's going to be a problem. And he is exactly what the Cavs needed, though. Like, long-term, because to me, long-term, the Cavs should be looking like, okay, Garland, Mobley, Okoro, Bates should be in a long-term plans, in my opinion. And then you just find you a four, find you a stretch four. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people is down on the Coro. I don't care. I'm high on the Coro. I feel like he already got a raw perimeter defensive game. You know what I'm saying? One-on-one defensive game. And he, all he got to do is just get confident in his offensive game. It ain't like he don't got one. And, you know, JB can definitely help out with adjusting his game planning. But I, I feel like it's a breakout year for Coro. Um, and if he does that, it makes the Cavs bench look even more better because now you can keep a Coral starting. Um, and then, look, you come off the bench with Levert, Struess, Niang. 
Oh, no, that's pretty gas. People keep saying Niang might play the uh, back of four. I don't like him playing the back of four. He's too small. I like him being a situational specialist. You know what I'm saying? He's going to come in, play smart, stretch the floor. Um, you know, I think he should have a lot of opportunities to get five or six threes a game. Uh, Struess as well, just because Garland and and Mitchell penetrate so well. Uh, and with the evolution of Mobley game, I would expect it to be a lot more open shots available for guys on the perimeter. Um, but the Cavs got they, they kind of got me excited. I ain't gonna lie, they kind of got me excited. Um, you know, oh, we also got Pete Nance. Um, which is Larry Nance's little brother. Um, Pete Nance may turn out to be, I mean, he was a North Carolina guy. He was at Michigan. He was in North Carolina. Um, I, I think Pete Nance can make some noise too, you know? So, you know, I, I like how the cast set up right now. Um, I feel like, you know, this season right here is the determining factor. Um, at the end of this year, it'll be two years left on Allen's deal. Um, it'll be one more year left on uh, Mitchell's deal. And if I'm the Cavs, man, I'm like, look, we're going to go as far as we can go this year. And then next year, guess what? LeVert got a one-year deal. It'll be an expiring contract. Mitchell will be expiring contract with one year left on his deal. Uh, Jay Allen to have a nice little and look, you can trade all of them. It's about longevity. You know what I'm saying? People try to play for just the right now. You got to play both. You got to play for the right now and a long time because you want to sustain. You want to be consistent uh, and, and, and sustain a nice, you know, especially for a team that's still building this culture up, you know, still coming out of that losing mentality, you know. But the Cavs have done very well so far in, in the offseason. Um, i get him a B right now. Uh, I felt like Struess was a little overpaid. I felt like Yang was a little overpaid. But Cleveland is a market where you're not going to get people just to sign up to move there. So sometimes you got to overpay to get what you need. Um, Hopefully those guys get over here and they they bring that same energy they had when they was in all them other places, man. Don't get over here and be a dud. Be, be the same stud you was that made a sign. Um, but, yeah, man, free agency, NBA is going to be crazy. I think the Lakers could end up jumping in there and, and swinging a nice little package to get um, Dane. Um, I I'm really interested to see where Harden go. That's that's gonna be the and he might stay in Philly though. He might just do stay in Philly. You know what I'm saying? But we we gonna see how it work out, man. Uh, yeah, I wanted to get up here and ride with y'all on the NBA right quick. Chopped up a little bit about the Cavs and NBA free agency. Um, we only into what well, you know is is. The third, so we only four days in the free agency. It's still a lot of names, still a lot of trades, a lot of movement still gonna be going on. So you know, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. D Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports, streaming on multiple media platforms. Google, I said Google. 
Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Facebook. Uh, follow us on IG at Industry Sports or at Detrent. If you missed the live streaming, please follow us, like, subscribe. You can catch us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, various other streaming platforms. Just subscribe to the Industry Sports channel and then go ahead and subscribe to Game Changer Sports Talk with D-Trent. We have some articles and stuff going up soon. Um, football season is around the corner, so we definitely going to be talking Browns and NFL soon. But right now, I just wanted to talk NBA free agency, uh, talk about these moves. Um, I ain't touch a lot on Chris Paul going to to the Warriors, which is crazy. Um, but that's a veteran team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Jonathan Kaminga and, and Moses Moody act about this, um, having Chris Paul there. Um, but we're going to see how it shake out, man. Um, but it was a pleasure rocking with y'all. I am D-Trend, man. Y'all stay good. Stay blessed. Happy holidays to everybody who enjoying the 4th of July. You know what I'm saying? Wear your colors. Have fun. Stay safe. You know what I'm saying? And send me a plate. Send me a plate, you feel me? Email me, let me know where I can pick the plate up at. You feel me? We got some good eating. But, man, y'all be easy, man. I'm going to catch y'all later.